Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Thursday Thursdays. Rise and grind. And welcome to an episode of FED. I'm doing a podcast. A podcast about pop cultural and getting my shit off every once in a while. This is Curtis, Wakanda's variant advisor, grief counselor for all things pop cultural and political. And it's Thursday and I hope you're having a great morning. This morning is a wet one. Thursday Thursdays, y'all. It's a it's been raining and it's going to get a little worse, so I'm probably gonna take off and head down the road and get my shit done. But I hope that you're having a great morning. I hope that you've had a great cup of coffee to start your day and got your got your shit out, got your shit in, got your day done. Hope you're uh, not having a bad mental health day that sucks that always sucks um transparency i've had so far two decent enough fucking days that i don't question my career and my life my job i mean my love my life but my job uh so that's good that's always good it's it's great you know because every once in a while depression kicks in and insecurity and you're all beat up that was me in September. I was getting beat the fuck up. And it wasn't cool. I didn't get to feel like myself. And do my thing, you know? Like I usually do here. So, that kind of sucked. I, I'm i on here right now because I want to talk about a film that hasn't come out yet. So, this review is probably like, oh... You're just talking shit. But, uh... Or you're just, you know... Saying something about something you haven't seen. But here's the gist on it. I, uh... I listen to and watch Fruit Jelly on YouTube. They're the, uh... Gay couple who, uh... Uh... Review movies and stuff. And most of the time... I agree with the, a lot of what they do. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they have different tastes in horror movies that I do. Sometimes they love getting, they love movie films that are messy and funny, you know, and everything. And that, you know, I appreciate that shit. Um, but uh, they reviewed X's Believer. Jeremy Johns reviewed it, and uh, Jeremy Johns, Jeremy Johns, pretty much said how I felt about. How this shit was gonna play out. How I, how I felt it was gonna play out the moment that uh, David Going Green announced it. I mean, we were all there. Sorry, we were all there uh, as one, basically. A few, a year, a couple of years back, when we saw this was going to uh, be a sequel to a classic. The last time they did this was almost thirty years ago with uh, Legion. But here's the difference. Legion, Legion was a, Legion played out more like a procedural. A Legion, you respected. Legion didn't give you a bunch of bullshit. Legion told a story. Adult, adult mature story. It didn't have one kid in the film, if I'm correct. And it was very honest about his shit. And he knew what it was. And his new audience, and it respected his audience. 
thing that pisses me off about David Gordon Green, I'm just going to get right to the point. David Gordon Green did Halloween 2018, a film that I actually enjoyed and liked. There are some reviewers I respect on here that didn't feel that way. They felt that uh, it wasn't that great, and they gave the reasons, and I respect that, but I loved it. And I enjoyed it. It wasn't just because I got to spend some time with my brother and watch a movie for the first time in a theater in a long time. Uh, But I was able to watch this film, a return of Michael Myers in a way that needed to be done. He wasn't wearing a stupid-ass mask. Jason has a better collection of masks than Michael. If I collected masks from Michael Myers, I'd collect the original the trilogy, and that's it. I wouldn't go any further than that because every other mask was party store bullshit, in my opinion. I mean, none of them were hot or badass at all until David Gordon Green got a hold of it. And that's pretty much the only respect I can give David Gordon Green, David Gordon Green on this. To me, it felt... Uh, having listened to the review of the spoiler, I can tell you this much. He missed the mark. He really missed the mark. For one, instead of telling a story and not even fucking with the legacy characters, he decided to shoehorn the legacy characters in only to fuck up a legacy character. Sound familiar? I mean, we remember the legacy character that he uh, fucked up for a whole film. Got her stabbed and put in the hospital for a whole film. Got to watch a legacy character, but not an actor playing a legacy character. Say evil dies tonight every five minutes. We got to see a crazy homeless dude be considered, uh, be confused for me, Michael, because, oh man, that's the whole take on part two with the guy. That two seconds that they showed in two in the original part two and then this whole scene that dragged out with this mental patient basically running around from all the people chasing him the mob chasing him was egregious at best but not going to talk about that right now I'm focused on David Gordon Green's latest disaster David Gordon Green has two more films uh, I think the next one is going to be Deceiver, and the third one ends, basically. He's going to probably bring uh, uh, Cody, or, or Kobe, or whatever the fuck his name is, back in. He's probably going to have uh, a new character straight out, of, straight out of nowhere suddenly get possessed, or maybe suddenly become the focus of the entire film. I already see it. Let me guess. The mom's going to be blind. Uh, let me... Uh, I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead and I shouldn't. So, the legacy, the legacy character that was in this film, uh, Reagan's mom, played by... Uh, oh, man. Played by uh, a major legacy character. So, uh, uh, Ellen Burstyn, uh is stabbed in the eye. Both eyes. Blinded. Blinded by uh, the possessed demon. One of them, anyway possessed girl 
uh, who blinds her and takes her out pretty much the entire film. And the rest of the film is basically carried by Leslie Jr., who, from what they're saying, does a great job in it. I like Leslie Odom Jr. I kind of wish he wasn't a part of this shit, to tell you the truth. But he is, and he's trying to do the best with this shit. Uh, I hate to do us and stuff like that, but I'm trying to find the right, proper way of saying it all. The film... From what I've seen, from what the from what I heard described, and I'm going to see the film. I'm definitely going to see this one when it is streaming, where I can catch it, probably on Paramount Plus or Peacock or something like that. But from what I gathered, this film owes a lot to jump scares, to bullshit involving anti-abortion reasons for being possessed. And some old Haitian voodoo. I mean, they took away just what happened to the girls when they went missing for those three hours. That to me would have been more of a terrifying story. But no, they decided to focus on the possession and jump scares. A lot of jump scares. According to Jeremy Johns, more jump scares than they needed. And camera cuts. Quick camera cuts. And to me, that was kind of lazy. You don't do a sequel to a classic without having some reason for it. Or some reason that is not make it a cash grab. Or take a different approach to it. Legion took a different approach to the whole sequel of it all. Focusing on Father Karras who died and was inhabited by a legion of demons. There wasn't an exorcism in this thing. It was more like exploration of just what's going on to him, to the character. Connecting a serial killer story to it. That was a more interesting movie. If David Gordon Green wanted to do a sequel, he could have done this one. And focus small. Instead of doing a classic. What made The Exorcist so personal and so so sad was they spent time building a character. And her relationship with the mom. They spent time building that character before the freaky shit started. Almost 45 minutes establishing the character. And then shit went south. And then shit really went south. They had tones. They didn't borrow. They didn't owe it. They didn't they didn't fill this film with jump scares. There wasn't one fucking jump scare in the film. The original film was quiet, unsettling, and visuals, and tone. There's a single Pazu, the demon that's inhabiting Reagan, makes an appearance in a flash. A brief flash. And it's done quiet and silent. Not in a big tone of 
a crashing cymbal or some bullshit sound effect that they use to create scares for people that don't know how to watch a film, watch a horror film for that matter. That's why you don't fuck with a classic. And this film is a classic. What what really kills me is that we all knew this was going to be trash. Oh, we all knew this was going to be subpar. Not trash. Not trash. Not going to talk about it because they did try to put some effort into it. And I mean by effort, they did try to lazily tell a story and say, oh, wow, look what we did. But you took a legacy character, you mutilated the legacy character, and you spent more time focusing on doing some shit to this legacy character. That's what you did. And that's annoying to me. Real annoying to me. I mean... This has been... The Exorcist has been the number one film that for people that have been around a long time, 51 years you don't do sequels to. We remember the heretic. We remember the fucking heretic and how shitty that was. They learned so much they learned they didn't do another sequel for 15 or 20 years. Because then they know you don't fuck with a classic. And that film is a classic. It's a masterpiece. There's so many people over the years, even recently, because a lot of people are just being born. You know, there's 20-year-olds and 19-year-olds and 18-year-olds who want to talk shit about classics. Say, X is all, X is kind of boring. Those ADT, ADD motherfuckers who need that attention span are going to probably love the jump scares. I, for one, think they're all boring. I mean, I, for one, not think they're all boring. I, for one, think that that kind of mentality is really mediocre. Mediocre at best. You don't respect, they don't respect a film. It's like taking a legacy character and putting it into a horror movie remake just because you can do it, you know. Text Chainsaw, the new Text Chainsaw came out on Netflix uh, last year, two years ago. Did that same thing to the point. They took the character, it wasn't the same character, it was the actor because the character passed away. The actor passed away. And they fucked this character up for their movie just because. And it has such a laughable ending. That honestly, I could rewatch that film because it was shit, and I and I don't have any emotional invested to Chainsaw Massacre. I don't. I haven't watched legitimately. I haven't watched a single Chainsaw movie again in a long time. I probably will do the sequel, and maybe 
just maybe for shits and giggles the remake because it was so laughable. But that's it. The thing that really kills me is they had a brilliant, smart uh, TV series that was based off the, 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 the movie. And they told their story. And for me, that was probably like the speed they should have took with this. Instead of trying to make a movie. I mean, what's David Gordon Green going to do next? Let's see. Uh, Halloween. Exorcist. Oh, uh, I know. I'll remake Alien. I'll remake Alien or maybe I'll remake Close Encounters. Or Jaws. Yeah, that's it. I'll remake Jaws. And I'll have the shark roar like a dinosaur. Yeah, that's the ticket. I mean, he's already squandered in writing and directing one movie, one legacy film, classic. He might as well do them all, right? After Jaws, maybe he can hit Animal House. Or maybe... uh, Caddyshack. There's a reason why people say you don't fuck with classics. They don't always mean stay out of my lawn or something like that. Some old head bullshit. We mean it sincerely. Don't fuck with a classic. You really don't have any fucking idea what you're doing when you fuck with a classic. No matter what your intentions were. I mean, there's a reason, other than legal reasons, why you haven't seen a Friday the 13th film. And God damn. David Gorgon would fuck that up so bad. I can see it now. He would bring back Amy Steele and Tom uh, McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Who played, uh, uh, I can't even, I, name escaped me, but, uh, he'll bring them back, and just for shits and giggles, killed them in the first 15 minutes of the film. Because why not? I don't care about legacy characters, I just care about them for shocking awe, and the gore factor. Because that's what hits. I like David Gordon Green, Danny McBride. Righteous Gemstones and everything they've done for HBO has been on point. 2018 and even I'll say it, Halloween Kills were very effective and decent films. And before I go off on a rant, uh, I had plenty of ideas on where the third and final one would go, and they totally went left instead of going right for me personally. I'll rewatch those films. I'm gonna rewatch those films in a marathon probably for the Halloween's before the month is over. But. And I'll see Believer 
because there's one thing to visually see it and then there's another thing to to know what's going on and all that but after what I've heard about the full details of what happened I can understand why it got the 2 rating or why ratings were so bad it wasn't just because they were fucking with a classic and they were just angry no this film took a shit on on respected property that made people piss their pants gave them nightmares for weeks on end and he did it for a new generation that's not going to appreciate this this film's going to come out and they're going to go oh that was okay and they'll go on to the next interesting thing shiny object and 20 years down the line they're not going to respect anything or even remember this film it's that forgettable But yeah, you don't fuck with a classic. You just don't. On a on a more positive note, I can say that uh, I have been feeling a lot better about my life, my uh, things more since uh, I got to see my therapist last week. Last week was a rough one, and the entire month before that was a very rough one. And I'm glad to feel some feel some kind of good about a lot of things. Sleeping better, not so down on myself. Uh, not so down on myself at all this week. I've been very positive. It's it's a good thing. My mental health um, has been something I've been working on once I discovered things were wrong. For a long time. Uh, it's tough though. Because. You go your entire life. Not realizing. Shit. I was going to that. That explains this. That explains that. But. I'm working on it. And I'm hoping that. I get to see some great results. I mean. Taking care of your mental and physical health is very important, especially for black men in this country. There's too much of a stigmatism about therapy and mental health. There's too much, uh, people don't take care of themselves. That's why you see older black men, black, 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 that's why you see a lot of people who are in their 50s in the public eye passing away quickly. Maybe they didn't take care of blood pressure. Maybe they didn't take care of their teeth because that involves everything. And instead, you're taking care of yourself. That's what I'm doing. And that's what I continue to do because it's important for it's important to my family. Because I want to be around for those moments. Despite Getting put on overnights, being basically a big chunk of my daughter's lives, taken away from me because of them. And I've come to terms to the point about my feelings on it. I used to spend way too much 
mental brain cells being angry and just angry. And I can't. I can't do that anymore. I just can't. I'll get the time with the family when I can. And I do. And I appreciate that time. But I hope you're having great, uh, a great, uh, morning, great Thursday morning. Friday is, uh, the House of Usher movie and the miniseries, I mean, it drops as well as Gen V, it drops and Loki, Loki's tonight. So maybe I'll have a review of Loki in the morning. Depending on how my morning goes, I'm hoping I'm getting. I'm hoping it's a good one, so I'm feeling great and in the mood to talk about Loki in detail. A little spoiler review. Uh, my off the cuff spoiler review with a few details. I promise you, in there. But yeah, uh, it's been effing. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis. Take care of yourselves, and I'm out.